What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are back. Gonna do a uh, little late night. It is Thursday, August 17th, 2023. Couple things. Um, obviously, well, there's always a couple things. We can talk about UFC 292 in Boston this weekend. We can certainly talk about that. Um, yeah, let's let's lead with that, and then I'll just kind of I'll talk about some of the other stuff that's going on here. Um, I don't have a lot of action on this card. Um, I don't I don't have a ton. Um, let's just address some of the storylines. So, women's science is very much in play um, for the Marina Moreau's Karini Silva fight. I'd consider Moreau's. Don't love her, um, but one minus one fifty five on Silva, plus one thirty five on Moreau's would indicate um, these women are pretty close to similar skill level. Um, Sub props are your friends here. Um, you should definitely consider sub props um, if you're on the Silva side. Silva, Silva by submissions plus two hundred, decent, decent plus money on on the favorite there. But women's science is def- definitely in play. Uh, underdog that I like is Cody Gibson over Brad Katona. Tough finale fight, and you got Austin Hubbard versus Kurt Holbaugh. Pretty much on Hubbard there. He's a grinder. I, I like him there. Under one and a half. On with the Gregory Rodriguez Dennis Tullulian fight, super juicy at minus two. Um, but this seems like a tailor made win to get uh, Gregory Rodriguez some momentum back. Chris Weidman's coming back, taking on Brad Tavares. Two years away, might have done well for his head. I mean, I know the, the, the issue was the leg, but I think maybe for the skull, the brain. Is probably what Weidman needed the most help with. Truthfully, uh, maybe two years away did 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 wonders for him. Um, I'll take Tavares here. Tavares is a guy that really lived up to his potential, uh, but Chris Weidman's old man. I'd be shocked if he gets the dub. Maybe well, shit, I don't know. I'm on Tavares though. He's just minus two sixty is a little a little too rich for my blood. I can't play minus two sixty. Marlon Cheeto Vera Pedro Munoz. It's a Cheeto Vera fight, and it's a Pedro Munoz fight, which means split decision props are in play here. Consider playing this by split decision. Um, these are tough to score, tough to score fighters. Um, they build momentum in weird ways. Um, I, I would look at. I would look by. Um, I would look at split decision props if you can find them. Uh, let me see if I can find one actually. Let me just see what that. Let me see what that is actually. Let me pull this up. Get to hear me click clacking on the keys a little bit. Let's see here. This is great radio. 
listen to me. There you go. Cheetah wins by split decision plus 550. Munoz wins by split decision plus 900. Um, I mean, yeah, that's a great, it's a great spot depending on where you, uh, where you go. An interesting line available. Um, fight ends in the final round or goes to decision is it plus 215 and that's available on bet rivers so that's a that's a great spot both these guys notoriously hard to finish um i i like that spot a lot um so if you're on the, if you're considering playing action for the cheeto vera pedro munoz fight Ends in the final round or goes to decision. Available at Bet Rivers at plus two fifteen. Neil Magny plus money, plus three ninety against Ian Gary. Um, Neil Magny at plus money has not been the wellspring of of riches that it once was, but I don't necessarily know if we're at the auto fade territory yet. And plus three ninety with Neil. Um, I think it's worth, I mean, what's it going to hurt you to throw a 20 on it? You know what I mean? Um, scale into it accordingly, but I mean, what's what's wrong with that? That, that guy's consistently, not consistently, but historically, rather, has made us a lot of money as a plus money, plus money guy. Jean-Wei Lee, Amanda Lemos, Lemos at plus 250, women's science. It's worth considering. She hits real hard. If you're on Waylee, I like her uh, round four, round five, or by submission. Aljamain Sterling, uh, Sean O'Malley. I like I like Aljo by sub here. It's going to be a popular play. Uh, he's got to be able to close the distance. If he can, sure. Only thing that would really kind of suck is if we get like a club disadvantageous crucifix style TKO that would suck Sterling by subs plus 150 a um, couple books have it marked very aggressively FanDuel's got it plus 195 which I don't know if that's an odds boost usually those are the curses so uh, but Aljo I'm not on the sugar train here I think stylistically if Aljo can close the distance this is a bad matchup for him. so um, from top to bottom just money line leans for you. Silva, Carini Silva, Natalia Silva, Petrosky, Gibson, Hubbard, Rodriguez, almost said Weidman, Tavares, Cheeto, Bautista, Magni, Lemos, and Aljamain. Now, don't get me wrong, I believe that. Jean Whaley is going to win the fight, but I'm just leaning on playing Amanda Lemos. So that's about it as far as MMA action this weekend. Um, plenty of other resources out there if you want super in-depth breakdowns on how and why and looking for spots. But at this point, if you're listening, you're you're degenerate enough. You've got your own your own process, right? So either reinforce or push you off of something, sure. Um, 
women's science is in play. The only women's science that I would not play this week is Andrea Lee. Um, everybody else should be in play. And money line leaves. I think. Well, I think we're at ten fights, eleven fights. I I would imagine we go over seventy percent. Aljo, Lemos, Magni, Batista, Cheeto, Tavares, Rodriguez, Hubbard, Gibson, Petroski, Silva, and Silva. I feel good there. 60, 66 to seventy-two percent is in play. It's in play for sure. So, all right. So let's talk about some stuff. Since the middle of July, my health has been awful. Um, Starting back in May, coming back from UFC 290, um, coming back from that trip, my stomach's been, been weird. Very strange. Um, some of you hit me up and gave me some suggestions, some different stuff to try. I've been I've been trying all of them, and uh, it's never really got better, man. Never got better. Then we had uh, staph infection. And staph infection turned into sepsis, um, which has really sort of knocked me, knocked me back. Um. And then, most recently, the last few weeks, I've been battling some sort of, I mean, I don't know if it's COVID, but it's not not that. It's definitely some sort of flu, COVID-like thing. Um, You know, I'm sure there's some sort of variant that exists now, but um, it's it's really knocked me back, man. So the the old adage of health is wealth um, it's really sort of taken advantage, like um, not taken advantage, um, taking that for granted. Um, short of like injuries, like actual injuries with ligaments and bones, things of that nature. I've I've always been in great health. Um, you know, throw on a couple couple extra lbs here and there but it's never been a problem it's never really affected anything it's affecting it now though i don't know if that's what's affecting it but i've been considerably sicker um there's a lot going on um i've been very i've been very sick and um i've i've lost you know, it's, it's a month now, right? We're on the 17th to the 17th. So um, from the from the day I was hospitalized till now, it's been a month um, of not, you know, I mean, I'm feeling sub 50%, like legitimately sub 50%. And, and the day I was hospitalized, um, that subsequent day, I mean, I mean, it's probably the closest to the darkness I've ever been, man. Um, it was real bad. I mean, it could have been real bad. Like if I would have, if I'd have came home and just went to bed, instead of having my wife take me to the hospital. I mean, you know, I, I, 
I shudder to think what, what could have happened to me. Um, it's real bad, man. So I haven't really felt, I haven't felt all that great. Now, I say all that to say this is that a lot of you have hit me up and, um, you know, given me various pieces of advice, things to eat, drink, consume, cut out this, that, and the other. And it's, it's all, it's all under the premise of, of, of helping me get healthy again. And one of the introspective things that have happened over the course of the last month, you know, when you have a lot of time, you're just laying down a lot of time to think. Um, I've got, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of issues mentally, um, that are unhealthy as well. A lot of habits, a lot of systems, um, or safeguards I've, I've put up to justify, um, what would be considered poor mental and physical discipline. I've, I've allowed myself to create these excuses for these things and then use those excuses as fuel to continue to feed that fire. Um, some of it was alcohol. Definitely, definitely alcohol um, has played a large part. Um, but the other thing is, is I have, I've really created this get out of jail free card for myself in terms of not meeting my goals, not meeting my deadlines, not achieving or creating the structures necessary for me to be the best version of myself. I do it for small periods of times, but I don't create it and maintain it long term. So in the same way that the argument could be that I've got myself in this position physically with my health um, as a direct result of what I feed myself, I would say that these same issues can exist for what you feed yourself mentally. So I, you guys know I love challenging you. I would, I would, I would challenge you to sit back. Um, you know, if you got to light a fire and sit and stare into the flames and analyze, you know, if you are what you eat literally and figuratively, are you healthy? Like, are you, are you, are you healthy? Um, and I don't, I don't mean run flat out marathon, you know, 26.2 healthy. I'm just, I'm, I'm saying, are you just in a position with yourself where you are at the level of capability and accountability that you know you should be at? And that goes for your physical well-being as well as your mental well-being. And the mental well-being just isn't just for you. That's with your relationships. That's with your family, your wife, your kids, your job, your friends, your siblings, your parents, grandparents, if they're still around, God bless you. Any of those things. Like, are you, are you healthy? Are you, are, is your machine 
operating the way it should be? And are you holding yourself accountable to do that, right? Are you just driving as fast as you can, refusing to look at the gas gauge? Like, and I, I, I mean, I, I'm speaking this from a position of, this is how I felt, well, this is how I feel, rather. Not felt, it's not past tense, it's how I feel with a lot of these things I've been doing. Um, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Um, so the Instagram for the show has been inactive for a long time, uh, coming up on a year now. And that's, that's largely in part because Trey used to do that and I, I just don't care enough to do it anymore and I don't want to. And I've now changed the password and set up a two factor authentication and I can't remember what it is. So I really have no idea how to get into it. I changed it the one day, um, because I want I wanted to get on there. I had a couple messages from from some fighter fr- you know folks that I wanted to get back to about the show and stuff like that. I had to get on there to get them, and um, I changed the password and set up the two factor, and I can't remember what it is now because I I just never went back onto it. And it's one of those things I think everybody's done this at some point in time. You you create that new password for something whenever you have to do password recovery, and you're like I'll never forget this. And you immediately forget it, right? Because they won't let you make it your default password that you use for everything. Because that's what it initially was the first time. But for whatever reason that day it wasn't working. And then you create this new one. You're like, man, I'll never forget this thing. You know, because I'll know that this one is the weird one now. So I'll never forget it. And then you instantly forget it. So Instagram's been dead. And it, it will remain dead. And then I deactivated the Twitter. Um, now... This comes from two 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 positions, and both these positions loop in with one another. The position is, is that when I first started podcasting five years ago, I didn't do social media. I didn't want to do social media because prior to that, years prior, I had social media. I had Twitter, had Instagram, Facebook, had all my own stuff. And it is... I, I don't have an addictive personality with anything, but the little dopamine hits that come from social media are just truthfully, just transparency. They're too much for me. Um, I care too much about it. I care too much about the creation of something, putting something up and how many likes did it get? How many of this? And I know you're not supposed to do that, right? I get it that it's unhealthy. I'm telling you, I understand it's unhealthy. But I recognized this years ago that it was not a good thing for me and I didn't like it. So I quit it. And I went years without it. That's where I get to age myself as an old man because I, I literally went years without it. Created the show, analog style audio, just like this, just like we're absorbing now. And uh, I wasn't going to do social media. It wasn't until the partnership with now the now defunct partnership where social media really started to take a front seat. And I undeniably, um, Trey's hard work on the creation of social media helped grow the show. It, it is a 100% effective platform for growing any sort of content, any sort of business, any sort of creative endeavor. His his work was 
100% instrumental in that growth, right? Yes, the content we made was good, but that sort of creative flair just did did so much for us. Um, And in return, it kind of created a little bit of a monster for me because I became so not obsessed, but focused on the data points associated with that. So when he left, I obviously did not have the talent, um, visually speaking, the way he did to create these graphics, put them up, Instagram, the whole nine. So I thought, oh, I'll just, I'll curb this, right? I'll take a, I'll, I'll neuter this, this dopamine um, hit, I'll neuter it, and I'll go to Twitter. Um, and I bumped off and I went to Twitter, where it's mostly just, words but you know you get the occasional video and well not occasionally you get a lot of videos on on twitter now um video and what you call it um not 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 a ton of pictures there so the issue with that is though is that the the cycle is much faster than instagram boom 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 because it's just it's it's free flowing stream of consciousness from millions of people it's not it's not visually appealing it 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 sexes your mental so i thought i was taking a protective step backwards but in actuality i was i was i went to the thing that feeds that 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 drip more so rather than fat drops from a dope dopamine drip i was getting i was microdosing all day long incredibly unhealthy so being sick I'm looking at this thing going what am I doing with this like how is this serving me is this helping me in any way like I you guys know I gave up all social media and internet outside of what I needed for the for work um, for Lent and it was like it was like detox right it was detox Coming back from that and getting back on social media was like relapsing, is what that felt like for me. And being sick and laying in bed and thinking, is this, what is this sitting here with this, like this phone in my hand scrolling all day? What is this serving? Like, is, is anything I'm seeing making me happier? Is anything I'm seeing making me a better person and make better father, better husband? Is, is any of this actually actually helping me and the answer for me was no um now this this brings us to the point that i made earlier about not having the proper level of accountability of myself and habit making and structure keeping and stuff like that there are 100 percent things you can tailor make your feed on social media to create and provide content that would be not only encouraging but uplifting and all of these things that help you become the best version of yourself if you took the time and had the personal discipline to do so. You absolutely could do that. I, at this current junction, I don't. I didn't. Um, so basically, I took a scriptural approach, right? Where if your hand is causing you to, you know, to sin, cut it off. 
So I did. I, I just deleted it. So now there's none. So now we go back to the initial idea of how this whole thing started oh so many moons ago, where we're a audio-based analog program. So here we are. Um, will it always be like this um, in terms of more ramble, less UFC? No, no. Ideally, I wanted to have it do a UFC episode for this week and a talk about it. You are what you eat style episode. However, I'm sick. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear this in my voice, but I'm still fucking sick, man. I can't get, I can't shake this. So, chugging water, taking my vitamins, getting my probiotics and all that kind of stuff, like you guys told me, and uh, we're hoping for the best here. But it's just not. I haven't really, I haven't really shaken this thing yet. So doing a combined episode and I'm doing it late night because this is the time of night where my mind starts to torture me a bit and I start thinking about all the things that I'd love to do tomorrow, right? Like starting tomorrow, it's going to be this, right? This is 11 o'clock at night is when my mind decides it wants to, it wants to write those stories, right? It's when it wants to paint those pictures. So I thought, let me hit record on this and let's 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 slip into the stream a little bit if we can. So here we are. Um, so the challenge is, is I want you to take an assessment of your of your diet, right? Both mental and physical, and ask. And I, and again, I'm I'm speaking on this from a position of not somebody that's figured this out. I, I don't have it figured out. I'm telling you, I don't have it figured out. I'm telling you, I'm sick. I'm telling you, things are broken right now, right? But I'm also telling you that I'm trying to fix it. And I think the proper diagnosis here uh, has been found, and you know I gotta give it I gotta give it a chance to run its course. So um, I, I would the challenge is is do some self assessment of your own and see if you if you line up um, in some similar spots, right? Because none of us are doing it right. None of us are doing this right. This, this this life thing we're not we're not doing it right we're, we're doing components of it correctly right we're doing parts of it correctly we there's some things that we've got dialed in better than others for sure right like you know whether it be being you know you got your marriage down you got your friendships down but you you know you suck with your kids you know <laughs> or, or you're great with your kids and you're great with communicating with your wife but you have no idea how to talk to your boss about a raise, right? Or, or you're super disciplined about going to bed at nine o'clock every night, but you know, that snack machine at work and fudge rounds call to you, you know, um, or, you know, you're, you're great. You're great with your kids. Uh, you, you know, works, works going really well, but you know, the moment you're alone in a room with your phone, you're looking at stuff on the internet you shouldn't be looking at, right? You have no discipline self. Um, you know, you create these things, you allow these 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 uh, these little tiny strongholds to exist, and they just set up shop, man. And you just can't you can't break free from them until you identify what they are and ask yourself, how is this serving me? Is it serving me? If it is. 
is is it doing so in a healthy way right are you actively contributing to your own demise um and and i feel like if you find the things negatively um if you find things that are negative you find things that are you know working for you well um properly identifying them and putting things in place to help strengthen or break down those issues right um or the you know those 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 places of loose footing um can definitely be beneficial you know um like just for me it's just like i said you know i don't want to do social media so i just delete all of it it's like i just delete all of it i can't do a thing where i just like i tried to you guys know it's i said this months ago i tried a thing where i'm just i took it off my phone and i just make it so i've got to log on to my computer to do it well i've got freaking four monitors for work and three of them are dedicated to doing work and the other one ah, I might as well just scroll a little bit and see what's going on that's 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 no different than holding the phone in my hand it's no different yeah I don't I maybe mean, I'll do it after five o'clock but if I'm checking it six seven eight times a day before five o'clock what that what the hell does that do and then you're just consuming garbage content you know it I know they said it on a Rogan podcast at some point, but I think I saw like a a meme somewhere, right? That somewhere there's some guy with a cell phone or there's some, somewhere there's some guy without a cell phone that has no idea how scared he's supposed to be. And that's always, that's always stuck out to me, right? Because I gave up internet for Lent 40 days. Figured if the world was going to end, somebody call and let me know, right? Nobody called and told me the world was ending. And guess what? The world did not end. And I didn't miss a single thing. Like I didn't miss a single thing in 40 days, right? Nothing happened. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worse off because I didn't hear this thing or see the video or whatever in those 40 days. Like it didn't do it. It did, it did nothing for me. Like it didn't do, you know, it, it didn't serve me in any capacity whatsoever, but what it does do this is for me and and just this type of content right um what it did do or what it does do is it makes me more paranoid it makes me angrier it makes me feel makes everything feel more accelerated makes everything feel more high stakes um makes everything feel more like it's on the precipice of something catastrophic which affects everything. Being stressed, being paranoid affects everything. It affects absolutely everything about your life. It affects the way you sleep. It affects the way you eat. It affects like the way your body produces hormones. It, it, it stresses brutal on you. And small microdoses of stress are equally brutal, if probably not more so. So for me, it was just easier to get rid of it, right? Just cut it, just cut it loose. So we did, we did. Um, but you you can use that logic, right? You can use that logic to to really kind of combat anything, anything that you don't want. There's nothing wrong with going scorched earth. Um, 
generally people, and I think therapists, which I am not, would advise against going scorched earth. But when it comes to you and your self-preservation, um, as long as you're not physically harming another person within reason, like, i.e. not your wife and kids, um, sometimes scorched earth is, is necessary, right? Like, um, you know, if, if you struggle with something, there's nothing wrong with just removing every every bit of its existence from you if, if that's what it takes to preserve yourself you know like what is what is worth what are you worth right and what is your self-preservation worth and then how much do you care about yourself in order to make it a reality you know it, it like like if you str if you struggle with I don't want to say you're going to struggle because a lot of people don't even view this as a problem. Although I would argue, I would contend a million times over that it 100% is a problem. But if you're if you're a dude that struggles with with porn, right, and the only way to get rid of that is to just delete the internet, like delete Safari or Google Chrome off of your phone. Would you be willing to do that? Like, could you sit there and assess yourself enough to go, how often do I need to pull up? google chrome on my phone to look up something throughout the day like is it is it so much that i don't like i'm not gonna be near a laptop or or uh my desktop or anything else where i could like do i have to have that information right then and there or is there an app perhaps that could provide that information for me so i could just use that primarily as opposed to having the internet browser because i know if i have an internet browser that on my lunch break i'm gonna go fire up Pornhub like you know or a night when everybody goes to bed I'm just gonna you know just just yeah I just I need it I just, I, I'm too stressed I gotta relax you know it helps me relax blah blah, blah 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 or my relationship with my wife's not great or my relationship with my husband's not great or my girlfriend's not great or whatever the case may be or I, I you know all these all these little tiny strongholds we allow these things to agree so like can you just delete the internet browser off your phone? Like, could you just do that? Just, I'm not going to do that anymore, right? I'm not going to do that anymore. Or I have, you know, I'm having an issue keeping off weight. And am I willing to, am, am I willing to just not buy the food that I know is killing me? And I'm not saying this like, well, Dale's talking like he's a fucking health nut. Like, dude, like I know, I know, fuck all about nutrition. I know nothing. I know, I know foods that'll make you real fat. I know foods that'll make you real fat, and I know what foods you can eat when you want to cut weight. But other than that, I really don't know anything about nutrition in between. Right? If you want to get real big or you want to get real lean, I can help you out. That's that's enough that I know. But if you want to like live to be a hundred. And have your diet help you along the way. I don't, I'm not your guy. I'm not your guy. The Lippins as, as a whole, as a family unit, are not your people. Um, the the Lippin men usually do not make it past 80. Um, my uncle, my uncle Jim, is 83, and he's the longest lasting one. My dad is 76, and uh, he's second. He's second all time. So 
we we traditionally don't live a real long time so i'm not i'm not the one that i'm not the one to answer that but but i will say this right i know that if there's cookies in my house i'll eat them i have zero self-discipline when it comes to cookies because i always say well it's just one right it's just one and then like two hours later, i go well it's two so i've had three over the course of three hours and then you know what happens by the end of the second day there's no cookies left in my house that's just me, but I but I'm using this as an example to say. First and foremost, if there's these things that exist like this, and you can food, it could be it could be any of these things, right? Do you do you understand the consequences enough? Right, the cause and effect of it all enough, and care about it enough in yourself if you believe it to be a problem, to scorch earth it. So what do we do in my house? We just don't buy cookies. We don't buy cookies. We don't. Um, this is not something we have now. Occasionally my wife will bake cookies or my daughter will bake cookies. But again, that's the that's the fail safe, right? That's the thing that exists between, between the desire and the fulfillment of it. If you want cookies, you better get the butter. You better get the sugar. You better get the flour. You better get the chips. You better preheat that oven, big dog. You better mix that thing up, make them yourself. And oftentimes stuff like that, right? Oftentimes stuff like that is just enough of a deterrent to keep you off of it. Like I can make cookies. Like I, I can bake, right? You guys know me. You know I can cook. I can make a mean shortbread. You know, I watched season one of Ted Lasso. He started making them shortbread cookies, and I took that as a personal challenge. I'm going to try to make the best shortbread I could. I've never given a piece of shortbread to somebody that didn't take a bite and go, this is the best shortbread I ever had in my life. Like, Lorna Dune can get the smoke. Like, I'll I'll punch Lorna Dune in her face. I can make some shortbread, right? But that deterrent, right, that process, that's enough to keep you off of it. It is for me. Um but these, these things exist everywhere. So uh, I'll end it like this. I'll, I'll, I'll challenge you the next few days. If, if you are so brave, if you feel so inclined, right? If you've made it this far, if you feel this way, real, honest, truthful introspection. None of us are sitting here with a bat in a thousand as far as healthy habits go, something exists that's unhealthy. You have something that is that that's killing you. You are eating something, literally or figuratively, right? You're consuming something that's bad for you. I challenge you to identify it and see a way to stop it. If you need my help in any way, shape, or form, you can shoot me an email chat at punchlistmma.com. Um, if you need somebody to text you, you know, once a day and tell you to knock it off, hit me up. I'll text you once a day and tell you to knock it off, right? Whatever that may be. No judgment here. But listen, self-assess, right? Self-assess. Good luck this weekend if you're betting. Maybe betting's your thing. Golly, maybe you should just fucking delete DraftKings off your phone. Maybe that's it. Maybe betting's your thing. Maybe I'm sitting here talking to a bunch of people and then my listenership's going to go to zero because they're all going to realize that you know this is the, this is the thing that need to cut out i might be i might be self-immolating here well 
if it makes you a better person, I'm all for it. I will gladly, I will gladly zero listenership this thing if it means that you guys are all uh, locking it in and, and being the best versions of yourself. That's that's way more important. Good people are hard to come by nowadays. Accountability is even harder to to come by. So um, that change can and will start with you if you want it to. All right. Until then, be good to each other. God bless you. And we'll see everybody next week.